includes a paid promotion. I think uh, it's because for me, these swims in cold water in the long distance in the most dangerous place is my opportunity to talk about the importance of the dreaming big and giving our hearts and actions to those dreams and when lives uh, and also and especially in the hard times when the the lips maybe get uh, painful or more difficult we must try and try and persist for that dreams Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record-holding athletes and health, life, and leadership coaches. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. And as usual, I am co-hosting with Maria Parker. Hey, Maria. Hey, Kelly. Good to be here today. I'm so excited about today's show. Yes. Today, we have an international star who we discovered by reading about her in CNN and on CNN. She is known as the Ice Mermaid, none other than Barbara Hernandez from Santiago, Chile. We're going to give her a great introduction. Barbara is in the middle of trying to swim in all seven of the seas around the world. She's completed her swims through the Strait of Gibraltar, the Catalina Channel, the English Channel, the Malachi Channel, and the Northern Channel. She is still working on this, but in 2020, Barbara's daring feats of all these things she's doing She was named the World Open Water Swimming Association's Woman of the Year, which from now on, we're going to call that WOWZA, which I love. Is there a better acronym? No, that's the best. WOWZA. I I would just say WOWZA, WOWZA, WOWZA. I know. WOWZA. (laughs) World Open Water Swimming. She has multiple records for WOWZA. She's also got the Guinness Book of World Record for completing, and this is interesting, the fastest ocean water mile through the Drake Passage in southern Chile, considered to be among the most dangerous waters in the world. We're going to hear the details on that. And Maria, what else can you tell us about this champion? Well, for many years, she competed at national and international level in the pool. But then she found open water swimming, which became her true passion. Since there was no immediate access to the ocean where she grew up, Barbara would regularly drive 74 and a half miles to the coast to get in her cold water swims. She's a certified psychologist, of course, which helps her with her mental preparation for such tough swims. And we can't wait to hear how she prepares her mind and body for things most of us, and that's including me, wouldn't dream of. (laughs) Barbara, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for that amazing presentation, really. (laughs) We are so delighted. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes, well, you've earned it all. So let's start out, share with us how you got the nickname of the Ice Mermaid. Mm, Yeah, the the nickname in Chile and Spanish is Sirena Hielo. After my swimming in the very cold waters in glaciers in the south of Chile, we have a lot of glacier. Yeah, it's very cold, but it's amazing place, so beautiful, and the people is very kind. And they give me that uh, nickname. Then in my competition in in UK and in Russia and in different place, 
in English they say me uh, Ice Mermaid, <laughs> the Chilean Ice Mermaid. Yeah, and I I really love that the nickname. <laughs> Did you actually swim amongst glaciers and ice? Yeah, in, and wow. in glaciers here in Chile, one of my big dreams is swimming in Antarctica. Yeah, that will be amazing, really. And and also, sorry, I swim in. In this condition, without neoprene or swimsuit, the neoprene, just my regular swimsuit and goggles and swim cap, and that's it. <laughs> wow. How hard is it to get used to that? And what are some of the things that you do to prepare for that? Uh, for my preparation, I think it's so important the, the training, the normal training in the normal swimming pool in the warm place. Because there I swim uh, almost 10 kilometers per day. Then another part of the preparation is in in the middle of the Andes, in Lagun Inca. It's a place uh, very cold almost the time uh, I swim there. And also in Patagonia, in waters from 5 Celsius degrees till 0.5. Celsius the race is very cold, yeah. Zero point five is almost freezing because yeah, that's that's freezing. yeah, yeah. The most of the time also we need to cut off the ice. Yeah, it's not a big cut of the ice. Uh, like in Russia, it's not that way. But here in Chile, we have a lot of cold waters too. <laughs> Are you monitoring your temperature or someone monitoring your temperature? So that yeah, they can we're training it? with the Garmin and the, also with the cardiac monitor. Yeah, that is uh, essential for me and for my team. My coach is the same for the last 27 years. It's almost my father. <laughs> My second father, I say all the time. <laughs> your second father. So it's not your real father. It's your... No, no, your... no. no it's, it's my goat, but it's uh, so close to me because I met him when I was a child, maybe uh, when I was uh, seven years old. Yeah. So are there any other ice swimmers that you've seen in the world that have inspired you? Yeah, yes, of course. Uh, there is uh, an amazing swimmer in Ireland. Uh, Nula Moore is amazing. Um, Jamie Monahan, almost um, is woman, of course, because uh, I saw her swimming in the Arctic, swimming with the penguins in the middle of the ice. For me, it was almost impossible in the in the beginning. Um, so you had to adjust to learn to swim in freezing cold waters. You had to build up something. You had to build up your tolerance. Is that yeah, how that yeah, works? Yeah, yeah. You need to try prove yourself. Yeah, not uh, physical, not the only, um, the physical is not the only way, your mental, your focus, your purpose. (laughs) How do you do that? Well, first of all, I'd like to know how long have you spent in water that's very, very cold? In water under five Celsius degrees, almost uh, one mile. One mile is uh, 25 minutes. It's a lot of time. It's uh, very freezing. I, I get the blue color, the beautiful blue color after my swim. Yeah, it was, oh my gosh. But also, I I swam here in Chile a lot. One of my longest swim in cold waters was uh, 7.8 kilometers at 7 Celsius degrees. Yeah. And the altitude. Yeah, it was very, very hard for me. And also in Patagonia, in the Beagle Tunnel with 
10 kilometers at nine Celsius degrees to two hours almost. When you're doing these cold water swims, there's a lot of research that says that cold water gives you a nice response, you know, that it lowers depression and that it's lowers inflammation. And do you feel that high after that the benefits of being in cold water? For your health, it's very, I don't know, it's amazing because the do you feel the real contact with the nature, with the place where where you swim? But also in your mental health. Yeah, it's very I don't know, amazing. Yeah, you can enjoy that condition. Yeah, you can really enjoy that condition. Yeah, uh, that is true. <laughs> Do you get as tired with that? Like when, you know, when a, Marie and I just did a, a two mile swim, you know, as hard as we could go. Of course, it was in warm water. But in that, we're exhausted. Your muscles are full of lactic acid. You're hurting. Can you just, Describe to us the difference in that type of a swim versus... Yeah, I in- think depends for the distance. To one mile is a very hard and difficult swim in that condition. Yeah, It's very painful. But if you only swim maybe 100 meters, maybe 400, you can really enjoy that. And, and the after your swim is very important. Take care about the hypotherm. Yeah, you always swim with hypotherm. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah, it's the only way, I think. I have so many questions. (laughs) One is when we get into cold water, the natural thing that happens is we, you know, you you catch your breath. and You learn how to breathe. And yoga practice is very useful for that. Yeah. Stay in the place and stay focused in your body and your in the water, in the place, in the light, in the sun. Yeah, it's very calm place. Almost the time I try to get focus in my core and my heart with um, different thoughts. For example, my family, my boyfriend, warmer uh, thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is new. Yeah, it's, it's, it's only for me. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> easier for the others. But for me, it's, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. And I thought in my grandmother and my family and my mom with the tea, with the, I don't know. <laughs> so you think warm thoughts and that helps keep you warm. Okay, the second question is, as you said, you're becoming hypothermic as you're swimming. So how does your coach or your helpers know, oh, she's had enough, we got to get her out? Or are you the one who says? I think it's the mix of the both things, because for me, this is my dream. Yeah, uh, When I was a child, I, all the time, I, I want to be a swimmer, the Chilean swimmer. I don't know. Now, for me, get the, the opportunity for the different competition for my country in these extreme conditions or show Chile for the others. Yeah, and with the glacier, with the blue waters, with the all amazing thing we have here in South America, so, so far uh, for uh, the rest of the world. It's amazing. And that is my purpose. So I train for that. I stay very focused in my goal and that distance and for my team. It's very um, dangerous, I know, yeah, because the hypotherm is it's very difficult and painful. Really, you get the blue color <laughs> after your swim or during your, your swim. 
and we train for that but it's a it's a talent all the time so it isn't just the cold water that you're doing because we heard about you running into the man of war and tell us about some of these dangerous creatures that you've run into yeah i i think it's not the shark uh, when i swam molokai tunnel in Hawaii, it's amazing, the warm waters, the, the blue and clear waters. Yeah, the people is so warm. Yeah, it's perfect place. But there is a lot of shark, point one. Two, uh, these uh, jellyfish, the most dangerous the jellyfish, the men of war, is very painful. In the my last five kilometers, I couldn't kick yeah, because I touched one of them uh, and was awful. Yeah, but it was, I can't say where, what painful was because I don't know. I just stay swimming and focused stroke by, by stroke with my team. I swam 15 hours and the last three hours was with the, all my leg, uh, really diet. <laughs> you lost use of your legs after yeah, you were stung? One of them. Yeah, one, one of, of them. them. And now, uh, almost one year and a half after that swim, I I have the scar. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I felt pain uh, almost six months wow. after that swim. Yeah. So that what? Was, yeah. So warm thoughts weren't going to get yeah. you through that. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can think about tea with your grandmother, but if you've gotten stung by a, a man of war and it's excruciating pain, what is your mindset? You had three hours you know, of additional swimming, what did you say to yourself? I can, I can, you try, you must try, you must try, fight, 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 and repeat, and repeat. And I, I saw my team, and that was my five ocean. Yeah, it was very yes. important, because in, in South America, um, maybe I could be the, the first person, female or male, and get the seven seas, yeah. I thought in that also in Molokai Tunnel is very expensive. Yes, very, <laughs> so, so, so expensive. Only the inscription uh, was $6,000. Yeah, yeah, I need to, uh, uh, yeah, I really need it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, Barbara, why? Why try, 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 fight, fight, fight? Why do you need to be, or why do you want to be? the Chilean person that's swum these seas? Why? Yeah, that is a good question. Thank you. Um, I think uh, it's because for me, these swims in cold water, in the long distance, in the most dangerous place, is my opportunity to talk about the importance of the dreaming big and giving our hearts and actions to those dreams and when lips uh, and also and especially in the hard times when the the lips maybe get uh, painful or more difficult we must try and try and persist for that dreams that is my motto that is my goal i think you believe that what you're doing is encouraging others to dream big dreams and- i try I try, yeah, all the time. And the, the little ones and the oldest people, I think every one of us has a dream, and small or big, but all of us uh, have one. And we need to believe in difficult times, in painful times. We need to 
uh, put uh, our heart in that. You've had so many obstacles <laughs> with the actual physical swims, but what are some obstacles that we might not think of other than, you know, cold water and man of war? And what are some other obstacles that you've had that you've overcome and how have you attacked those? I believe that my main obstacle has become my main strength. I belong to a small family, working family class, I think we say it in English, maybe. I am the first generation to be able to go to the university. Also in South America or countries like Chile, we have a big inequality. Yeah? The access to the health or education is privileged. Just as us, it's maybe in a certain way the sport practice. And for me, swimming is that a privilege and I enjoy it and I I try to uh, motivate others for the sport practice and I think that is the most maybe the, the situation the economic situation for my family and I don't know the opportunities yeah for lives here in South America or in Chile yeah <laughs> so uh, coming from a working class family that wouldn't necessarily be able to afford all the things that you've done. How have you managed that? Have you got sponsors or are you working? How have you managed to pay for these yeah, expenses? Uh, I, I think I'm a very persistent person. I work in psychology, but now I live for my sport. That is, I don't know, my dream comes true. Yeah. But it's because the work for the last maybe 20 years, the last seven years only focusing this. I don't know, with big swings, I I share with the other people, yeah, with the authorities, with the minister of the sport, with the small business for the tourists in Patagonia. And they give me the opportunity and the people, the people, the all the followers you see in, in my Instagram, that people, that people is my people. Yeah, they fight for me and help me for my dreams and also, I try do things for them too. Yeah. That's that's so great. You are a professional swimmer. Yeah. Now, yes, and I have this year. I have my my first international sponsor, Dryro, for UK, and that was amazing. Uh, stay today talking with you is amazing too. It's one of the my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. So, if someone is out there and they would like to do something really big, a big dream, what would you advise them? What, what would be your advice to someone? I think it's very important self-care, physical and mental, work hard, but with actions in every day, not only when you are I don't know, happy or when the life is perfect or no, no, every day, even in the hard days, put your uh, goals uh, short and long time, work for them. And also be, has the courage for ask for help for the other people. Yeah. When do you need them? <laughs> That's, That's beautiful. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Okay. So you seem so positive and you've succeeded, it seems, at almost everything you've tried. Have you ever been 
really afraid. Like I'd be scared. I'm, I, I think of myself as very brave, but I'd be scared to do so many of the things that you've done. Have you ever been afraid in two areas? One, physically, when you were doing one of your swims and two, emotionally or mentally, like when you thought I, I can't, you know, I don't have, you know, what I need. Yeah, I was thinking in this question. I think every of my big swims scares me a lot. Yeah. Also, I really need that for give the, the best of me in every swing. I was searching for that. Some people can say it's adrenaline. For me, it's my lifestyle. <laughs> uh, for example, uh, when I was swimming in the Molokai Tunnel, yeah, it was very painful. And I don't know, I I was that thought. And what happened if I can't do this? Uh, what happened if uh, this is a failure? Uh, the people, what, I don't know, what are the, are thinking the other people for me? I'm a, a bad swimmer for this uh, or not. But for me, we need the ability to dream big and work for those dreams, but also we need to be resilient, flexible. Most of the time, um, we need to create solutions in the most difficult times or talent. And also emotionally, I think when I, I swam the, in Cape Horn for the Guinness World Record, my grandfather was very, very, very sick, and he died uh, after my swim, maybe two weeks after. And uh, I thought in him all the swim. Yeah, it was very hard for me emotionally because my family is very small. I'm in the only child. In that time, I really need my mom. My mom was here in Santiago, and I was really and literally in the end of the war, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that it was hard. So Barbara, you obviously are someone that sets goals. Before we ask you the last question, what is next for you? Yeah, my next swim will be in Tallinn, Estonia, also in Burhausen, Germany, in cold waters, a short distance. I'm working in that the last month. Also, we will have the Winter Swimming World Championship in Samoan. Samoan, I don't know, it's French. Yeah, in the (laughs) French. (laughs) Yeah, there. In really cold waters. And there, of course, I maybe I try, I fight for the one medals for my country. Yeah, that, that will be amazing. And also for Antarctica. Antarctic swims in February. And my sixth ocean will be on March in New Zealand. I hope. Open waters or cold waters, your land. You can have a goal, but the sea, the rivers, and the, I don't know, the universe always has a right. <laughs> wow. So I've never heard of the winter... Swimming World Championship? No. So tell us, what what is that? It's a one yeah. mile in what temperature of water? Yeah, and the temperatures will be in 0.5 Celsius degrees, almost. If we are lucky, maybe one Celsius degrees. Yeah, it's very cold. Yeah. So that's 33 degrees for us in the U.S., just so yeah. people know. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's just, be, just above yeah. freezing. Yeah. Yeah. Freezing. Okay. Yeah. Almost yeah. Then, then, in yeah. the point. <laughs> yeah. There we swim in, in, the, in the lake. They cut off the ice, 
boiled special swimming pool because the, <laughs> the lines has 25 meters. We compete there uh, with other swimmers for age group for a style, different style, breaststroke, freestyle, backstroke, yeah, and different distance and beginning the 50 meters until uh, 1K. Like they set up docks so you can do flip turns. Yeah, no, no, no. The, it's not the normal, it's the old uh, turnlet because you never um, put your head under the waters in the turns. Yeah, for the. Oh, you don't. Oh, yeah. That's open. And you stay into the water for the leather. Yeah, uh, for the thermical, the chalk thermical, maybe. It's, it's okay that. Yeah, it's the, for protect your body for the the shock with the really freezing waters. So in that really cold water, they don't put your head under? Just, just for the turns? For the turns, just for the turns, yeah. And for the start. Okay, wow. Okay, now I've learned something about swimming and that's <laughs> really- Maybe you can try, why not? Oh <laughs> gosh. If I didn't live in Florida, I might be able to train for it, but our even our ocean is 84 degrees right now. <laughs> so, How many people will compete in the Winter Swimming World Championships? Maybe 1,000 swimmers for all of the world. And it's in France. In France. In February? In February, yeah. I I would love to watch that. I'll tell you, I'd love to watch it. I I don't know. It is the... (laughs) You don't know how to pronounce it. We wouldn't know either. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So will that be televised? Will there be cameras there? Will that be on televised? Yeah, yeah, of course. Because for the organization, uh, they try this sport, maybe will be part of... Winter Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics games in the winter, Winter Olympics games. That would be so great in the Winter Olympics. Yeah, because it is extreme sport and it's very hard. And the swimmers are, there is a lot of very fast swimmers, yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm loving this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to still let you go, but we still have some fun questions after uh, Marie, you want to ask the last question? You've been so inspirational, but is there anything else that you'd like to say that we haven't already asked you about? Maybe I would like to tell you that I was never the best swimmer when I was a, a child. Yeah. First of the <laughs> that I began to build my dream at the age of 30, maybe. Also, swimming in this condition is more way of proving that nothing is impossible. Yeah. How old were you when you started your dream? 30. 30? 30. 30 yeah, in, in winter swimming. Yeah. And oh. I was a swimmer for all of my life. And yeah. how old are you now? You don't look older than 30 now. now. Um, 36. Okay. 36. <laughs> okay. It's the cold water. Yeah. That is it. Yes, like. of course. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting in the cold water, man. You look great. (laughs) Yeah, Maria. So Barbara, Maria lives in Massachusetts, which Uh is in the Northeast, and they have cold cold water up there. Maria, you can do it. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. I have to to do yoga because every time I get in, I just... (laughs) Yoga, yeah. Yoga is the best and your purpose. Yes. What do you need for that swim? And what things you are thinking in that swim? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Think warm warm thoughts. Oh, this is such great stuff. All right, Barbara, are you ready to do some fun questions? This is a a game. Okay. What's your favorite sandwich? 
sandwich. Here we have a tagarero. It's uh, in Chile. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's yeah, on it? It's delicious. It's with meat and cheese, green things. Yeah, it's very, very delicious. <laughs> I love it. All right. What do you own that you should throw out? What do you have that you shouldn't keep? I, I don't know. I'm not sure the, the understand the, the question. Can you give me an example? <laughs> All yeah. right, let's see. No, Maria, let me figure this out. All right. So do you know about decluttering? Like you get your house clean. What would you need to throw out that you just haven't had the time to throw out? Oh, for me? Or give away. Diet. <laughs> diet, no diet. The my nutrition is. I can. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, please, no. Okay, that was my life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I love it. All right. What is the scariest animal? Jellyfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought, the, I thought, the sharks. Yeah. Was I thought faithful. that yeah. might be. All right. What celebrity would you like to meet? Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> I, <can do> <laughs> I like it. I all right. Yeah, because she's amazing. Maybe Madonna too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Madonna. I like it. Yeah. What do you think the hardest swimming event in the pool is? Wow. For me, yes. uh, butterfly. 200 butterfly. That's yeah. a good answer. Yeah. How about your favorite movie? My favorite movie, Star Wars. Yeah. I love that. Good one. Okay, Maria. What's your favorite smell? Smell. Chlorine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you make your bed every morning? Do you tidy your bed yeah. up? At, okay. Yeah. And that is the key for the success, I think. Yeah. Yeah, really. Because you key to success, to, making yeah. your bed every morning. Okay. Uh-huh. Kickboard or no kickboard? Oh, yeah. no, please. I, I am from the older generation. Yeah. I don't understand, understand that music. Sorry. Okay. okay, if if you had to listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? One song, The Killers, Mr. Brightside. Yeah, true. because it's a happy music. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And when you're flying, do you want the window seat or the aisle seat? The window seat. Yeah. Okay. I love the yeah, the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you give us five words to describe your life? Extremely busy, um, passionate life family life yeah one more one more one more yeah one more love yeah i love it love i thought you might say cold (laughs) Cold, i'm cold yeah (laughs) yeah extreme busy passionate family love i think extreme is cold yeah 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 Yeah. but freezing and also warm yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay last one what word comes to mind when you dive into the water. In Spanish, is vamos que se puede. It's something like you can do it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. In in every swims. Yeah. In the cold waters, in the long distance. Yeah. <laughs> Even at the morning. What's the Spanish vamos? Vamos que se puede. Que se puede. Okay. Que vamos se puede, que yeah. se puede. Right. Que se puede. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do it. I love it. Wow. This, oh, Barbara, you're such an inspiration. You are. Just, no, you're amazing. Thank you so much for the uh, opportunity. And I hope the, the people and the person work for his dream, for the own dreams. Yeah. We need that yeah. in these times. Yeah. We I do. Think. We do. That's so true. We do. Yeah. You're doing an amazing job inspiring everyone. 
No, thank you so much. I, I tried. <laughs> Thank you you for being with us. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stay tuned for the takeaways. Want to succeed like a champion? Five-time Olympic coach Bob Bowman, coach of Olympic legend Michael Phelps, says Kelly's book, Take Your Mark Lead, is a powerful addition to your personal improvement library, and learners from all walks of life will gain key insights and enjoy this inspiring book. Take Your Mark Lead debuted as an Amazon number one bestseller in five categories and is available online. And now the takeaways. Maria, the ice mermaid, Barbara Hernandez from Santiago, Chile. She is amazing. I mean, I am so inspired right now. Are you? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, there is so much on this. It's just incredible. We're going to only do two takeaways each, but what was your first most powerful? Well, I just want to add, yeah, we're only doing two takeaways, but her goal is to inspire you. So you've got to listen to this whole podcast because she wants to inspire you and she will if you listen. Okay. So gosh, like you said so much, my first takeaway came kind of at the end and she said, this is an amazing woman who swims, amazing swims all over the place. She said, but I... I was never the best swimmer. <laughs> it wasn't. And that was, we gave her. So like, is there one more thing that you want to say? She wants us to know that it wasn't that she was this incredibly talented swimmer, it's that she found her dream and she pursued it. And that was at age 30, basically. So I love that, you know, that she's been swimming her whole life and has liked swimming, but she was didn't consider herself a star or a talented swimmer. And yet she's out there doing these just unbelievable things. Yeah, that is just, she's very humble. And yet very focused. And it took her a while to get into this groove of where she is conquering the world. I mean, she's the Wowza World Open Water Swimming Association's Woman of the Year, world record holder, Guinness Book of World Record holder. And she just, she hit it at 30. So it's kind of like, I love that. The late starter, that part is inspirational. My first takeaway was how much she talked about heart. And feeling her heart, this is obviously a woman that is full of love, love for her family, love for her country. I mean, one of the reasons, you know, that she wants to put Chilean swimming on the map. I mean, she loves Chile. She wants to be this, an inspiration to her people, to the swim community there and her family, you know, but also that passion that she has for swimming and how it makes her feel close to nature. So I love that she was very heart centered. And that's something that we, I think we skip over that a lot here in the U S I don't know, you know, it's a, we as athletes don't talk about that as much that heart centered approach to things. So that was my first takeaway that I think makes Barbara very, very special. Yeah, she often pointed to the middle of her chest when she was trying to describe how she felt about things. And that brings me to my second takeaway, which is just the incredible control this woman has over her mind and her ability to think the kinds of thoughts that allow her to swim for three hours, having been stung by a Portuguese man of war and water that's freezing cold. She said, And I asked her a couple of times, like, how do you manage these cold temperatures? Because whenever I get in cold water, I have that hyperventilation. And uh, she said, I think warm thoughts, (laughs) I think. And so she described when she said, think warm thoughts, she said, my boyfriend having tea with my mother, my, you know, just 
the people I love, nature, you know, what I love, her heart. She thought, and then when we were talking about, you know, how she managed to swim those final three hours of her 15 hour swim after she'd been stung by the Portuguese man of war, that her thoughts there were, I can't, I can't, I must, I must, I will try, 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 fight, fight, fight. So this woman knows how to use her mind to make her body go. And I mean, we talk so much about mental training, but she encouraged us. She said, this is so much how you think. And that was just, was so inspiring to me to remind myself what my thoughts, you know, today I had a really hard workout. I dreaded it. I didn't want to do it. I got on the bike. I did a bad job because my thoughts were all very negative. And instead of thinking warm thoughts or I I must, I must, and fight, I fight, I fight. I was thinking negative thoughts. And it certainly was evident in my performance. So, well, Maria, if your mind is saying, try, 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 fight, 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 then we can't be saying I'm tired or this stinks, or I'm not doing a good job. If you just, it's kind of like the stop sign. You just block it out with, I try, 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 fight, fight, fight. I can do this. I can do this, you know, plug on. So again, so many takeaways, but the idea that this is a privilege, what she does. And I think that is such a great takeaway. It's a privilege. And this tied into the fact that she said she's from a working class family. She's the first generation to get a, a college education. And so when we asked her, you asked her what her main obstacle was, she said, well, it was both. My obstacle was, you know, kind of not having everything that I've always needed to succeed. And yet that's also a strength. So just that recognition that what she's doing is a privilege and so much of what you know we all have is a privilege we don't always recognize sometimes when we're doing something hard or something scary we don't realize well you know what i'm getting to do this and it's a privilege so i loved i think when we can look at things but the fact that she looked at this, this hard stuff as a privilege is a real takeaway. Just even the, the idea that my greatest obstacles is my greatest strength. That's <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. lots yeah. of wisdom. This woman is an incredible woman. I encourage you to listen to this whole podcast and hear what she has to say. She's beautiful. Yes. All the way. Very, all the way. Beautiful in all regards. So Maria, thanks for being on the journey. Another great one in the books. I love you. Love you too, Kelly. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Champions Mojo podcast. Did you enjoy the show? We'd be grateful if you would leave us a five-star review on iTunes to help others find us. And we'd also love to hear from you. We're on all social media platforms, or you can reach us at championsmojo.com.